Hello and welcome back to Across the Pod. It's been a while, but we are back and it's all of us. Let's go around and say hello to everybody. I'll start off with Joe. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is exciting seeing everyone's face. I know. Forgotten what you look like. Beautiful on my screen. Yeah. Andrew, how are you doing? I am very well, thank you. Enjoying uh, the Mets generally being pretty good this season, if not for the last couple of days. We're not going to talk about the last couple of days. They didn't actually happen. It was a figment of your imagination. Les, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Like everybody else enjoying this season so far. And last but not least, David, how are you doing? I'm doing very well for a 60-year-old baby. <laughs> Is that David? Good to be back. <laughs> I it was Terry Collins sat there. No. Uh, no, it's good to be back, yes, and, and like Danny said, enjoying the Mets season so far, bar the last couple of days. Told you, they didn't actually happen. <clears throat> no. No. Can I just get some off my system before we go into questions? Can you yeah. all convince me that we're not a curse, please? We don't have that much influence. There we go, <laughs> sorted. I know we are beloved by the Mets, but I don't think we have that much cosmic power. So, speaking of the last couple of days, is there anything to worry about? Are the wheels coming off, guys? No. I think the wheels are pretty solid there. Uh, it's a big, long season. We've been doing great. I mean, we're going to have these uh, blips. It's part of the season. Yeah. And it's come back that Pete's hand isn't broken. It's um, not fractured, not broken. Uh, it's looking like just some bruising, and they're hoping to have him back in the lineup this weekend. That is well, I think big, big Starling's okay as well, isn't it? Yes, going to be short, short. Yeah, time. I think he's had an MRI as well, and there's no injuries there, just a bit of tightness. So, as as we've been alluding to, season's been pretty good so far. What's everybody's favourite moments? Who wants to go first? Um, well, <laughs> I know there's been quite a few things um, that have been pretty exciting about the season so far, uh, including, of course, uh, Escobar hitting for the cycle the other day, um, which was uh, which was great fun. But uh, for me, it was just that game on Sunday. I think it said a lot about the team and the way they came back and they won that, that, uh, that game in the 10th uh, against the Dodgers. Was, yeah. I mean, I was so stoked that evening. That's why I put out that silly tweet of me jumping up around my kitchen. But it was just an amazing game to come back um, in the 10th um, and win it in that way. And the young lad, was it uh, Medina? Adonis Medina? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just the, just, the, just the whole way, the whole thing about uh, Diaz coming in in the 8th, uh, uh, Lugo pitching the ninth. It was just, just an amazing game. Like I said in my tweet, it just felt like a cup final that day. That was, that's my high point of the season. Andrew, what about you? What's been your highlight so far of the season? Uh, there's been a lot, hasn't there? But um, I think probably the comeback, and I can't even remember who it was against because there's been a few, but I think it was the Phillies. Did they get six runs in the ninth or something that's like that? That's my favourite moment too. I was, mm-hmm. I was only watching the condensed game that lasts about seven minutes and even I was going to turn that off. I couldn't be bothered to watch that to the end. And I thought, no, I will. I'll see what the final score was. And then, yeah, I just couldn't believe it that, um, that they'd done it. And then that day I just watched the ninth like over while I had my lunch and watched it in full. And it was just, yeah, brilliant. So um, it wasn't even the first one. They did something similar against uh, the Cardinals, I think it was. Um, so it wasn't even the first one, but obviously it being the Phillies made it particularly sweet. 
Yes. Mm. Yes. Jojo, what about you? Um, I also like the cycle because I've never seen one of those for the Mets because I think it's been 10 years, isn't it? It's First time in a decade, yeah. Yeah, and I was only 12 then, so I can't remember that. You lying uh, moo-moo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably going to steal Messrs Thunder if I say the no-hitter as well, but oh, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. The, um, the Kono, yes. Yeah, even though I was on holiday at the time, but again, watching that on the uh, replay afterwards, it's not something I've seen either, so that was rather exciting in the lovely black jerseys as well. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And Les, what about your highlights so far? Uh, the no hitter was definitely a highlight for me. I think uh, I was I never took much stock into combined no hitters before, to be honest, uh, until this one, uh, which sort of convinced <laughs> me that they are legitimate no hitters, probably because it's ours. I don't know, uh, but I, I just thought the whole feeling, the whole vibe, that whole night, the, the, the black jerseys because they, they done so awful in black jerseys last year, and for yeah. the first time this year, it come out and throw a no hitter. Uh, but I think. The same as David, laying a stamp down in Dodger Stadium on Sunday night. Uh, we were basically just announcing ourselves to the, to the nation that the Mets are real this year. Mm. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, Sunday night was absolutely epic. And uh, and to beat a team that we're going to probably meet in October if we get that far, assuming everything goes well. It's... Oh, somebody's getting ahead of themselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't like going that far, but I mean, if we're going to get to the World Series, we're probably going to have to go through L.A. Yeah. yeah. Um, as I said, my favourite personally was the comeback against Phillies. And it's just the attitude of the team in general. It, it's a whole Metsies never say die. And I don't know, it just feels really different this year. It feels like nobody's giving up, that, that they believe, even when they're like six, seven runs down, that they still can win. And they've proven that they can do that as well. And there was that a walk-off, uh, Pete Alonso's walk-off, remember? Oh, yeah. uh, where he, oh. where he's hit the jump shot as he came round third base. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that, the, that night it looked like it was going to be a, another long night, possibly another loss. But uh, I mean, every, every time they get into it, they lose a game, they're coming straight back and win it. I mean, two in a row is the most have lost this year, so. Yeah, and I think it's... That three series we've lost so far this season, maybe? Three, three, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. And when you compare that to last year or any other year for the last few years, that's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And you just keep winning series, just keep uh, winning two and every three. I mean, you're going to go places. You don't have to sweep everyone either. And it doesn't need to be all... Big ball, small ball works perfectly well, as we've proven. That's actually uh, something I've been quite impressed about the game in general this year, uh, around the entire league, is the fact that the game's coming back closer to what I remember in the 80s and early 90s, before the uh, explosion of home runs. Yeah. And th- that was a beautiful game back then, because there was a lot of speed on the bases, guys running all the time. There was a lot of stuff happening on the on the diamond, compared yeah. to what's been the last 10 Five ten years. Yeah. It's been massively exciting this year, simply because of that reason that we've been just banging, banging balls, getting on base, getting on base, RBIs. You know, it's just so lovely to see them. Just as soon as you see that ball go over the second second baseman in out into the centre field, you just like you're off your seat straight away. I love I love a home run, but I love the way we're playing at the moment. It does show you how much crap we put up with in the last few years, though, doesn't it? <laughs> in comparison to what yes. we're enjoying it right now. Definitely. And without some of our 
uh, aces and really good players. Number Some one catcher. All of them. <laughs> well, McGill's back tonight. Silo McGill is playing tonight. tonight. Yeah. So speaking of players that we have or haven't had, who is your MVP so far for oh. the season? Uh, probably at the moment, Pete. I'm going to pick Pete. Uh, yeah, Nemo's why? been good. Why Pete? Uh, well, the home runs for a start. Plus, I mean, he's getting key hits and RBIs. He's driving in. Guys are getting on base. The, a big problem we had the last few years was driving in guys from second and third base. Guys, yeah. we weren't we weren't driving in guys in scoring position. And this yeah. year, Pete's getting it done. So, I mean, they're setting the table as we alluded to before. Uh, getting guys on base and Pete's driving them in. I think that's key. And plus, his home runs as well. I mean, that's and it hasn't been too bad defensively. He's, he's definitely getting there as, as far as his defensive play goes. And he's your mate, you met him, didn't you? So, oh yeah, yeah, best buddies. And yeah, and now that <laughs> Dom has gone, he's our everyday first baseman. Joe MVP. Well, I was going to say Pete, but I was going to throw in um, Carrasco as well, just because of the amount he seems to have improved since last year, and he's completely surprised me. Just, Did you see his daddy? Yeah, that was lovely. And he's just the man this year, isn't he? He's like, is he seven and one? Yeah. Tied for most wins? Yeah, he is. And considering as well, he's held down that rotation when like uh, you've got the Grom out and now we've got Scherzer out. Mm-hmm. So he's held down the rotation, which has been key. He's been very important so far, so I'm going to go for him. Andrew, how about you? Uh, well, I'd have said Pete as well, but we probably all would if we had to answer separately. So... Um... <laughs> I'll go for um, Marte because I think he's just um, brought an energy to the team, which I think they've lacked at times um, in the last few years, just kind of hustle that they, that they need. And um, yeah, well, well, the true answer is Pete. Um, I've liked a lot of what Marte's done. David, how about you? I'm, I'm ditto on Andrew there. Uh, exactly the same. We, we all love Pete, but for me, well, you can pick anyone of that, that, that lineup, to be honest, but I, I just fall down on Marte at the moment because he just like he said there is there is something. I think he's great for the clubhouse as well, and he's great for the team. Canar uh, absolutely loves him. He's hugging him. Um, he's <laughs> he's he's celebrating with him coming over home plate rather than running to the RBI uh, guy that, that won the game for us. Um, he's you know th- there's something about the guy and I think uh, there's a lot of energy coming from me in the team as well. So I'll just, I'll go for Marte. He is a stud, as they say in baseball. And he's a stud. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> stud. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. for Frankie Lindor. He's settled down a lot. He is the player that we wanted in the trade from last year. And he seems like a real leader. Um, cheers everything. Always got a smile on his face. Love that man. Yeah, I'm glad someone said him. But yeah, there's so many other choices, aren't there? Yeah, that's that's what's a bit of mm, exactly. so great. There's so many choices this year. Maybe the two, one or two the previous Jeff's season. Back, year, the old Jeff. Caroline. <laughs> yeah, I've got and... here. Can't can't choose. I just couldn't choose earlier. So, <laughs> any surprises from players so far? Anyone that's really sort of made you go, oh, oh, I like that man. I'm going to say Mark Canner, and this is more probably ignorance on my part because I don't I don't follow baseball closely enough to know players from other teams. Like I'll know a few maybe in the NL East, but guys who play where was he Oakland before this? I think I 
you know, I've got no idea who plays for them. I, I was completely unaware of him and um, I just think he's been really good. Sort of similar to, maybe not quite as impactful as, as Marte, but just, yeah, another good solid pro. Looks like he's good to have around the team. And um, yeah, because I don't know the other players, like when they come in, I have no real expectations. So um, yeah, very, very pleased with how he's got Anyone else with any surprises? Uh, probably Cookie Carrasco again, just we were naming him earlier, but in the fact that he has held down that rotation uh, and the fact that he's come back from a down year. Uh, and he, and without, he's basically been our number one guy since uh, Scherzer went down. And he's, he's rolled with that. I've got yeah, a couple. Diaz. Pleasantly surprised by Diaz. He, who knew that he could actually close a game? Of course he can. <laughs> No, but that like in seasons before, it would be like we'd be sweating, mm, wouldn't we? Yeah. Is it squeaky bum time? Yeah. Is that not like it's like part of the whole new attitude of this team that you yeah. don't sweat so much that guys are coming, they're going in there, and they're actually very positive that they're going to get the job done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Ottavino in the bullpen, he's been a pleasant surprise for me, and Escobar. Like like Andrew, wasn't entirely sure who he was, which is probably really bad on my part. But he's been a real positive influence, I think. And like Lindor, he's always smiling. And mm. he's just got something about him. Well, we probably should mention our mate with the hair as well. He's from the AL at the minute, but uh, he's been excellent this year. I've forgotten his name. I don't know how you pronounce Dankowski. it. Yeah, that's him. Mm, he's good. Yeah, I was going to mention him because he's he was a bit of a surprise early doors, and he was so good for us. Yeah, so so fast on the bases, but yeah. I I was going to say um, Canna too because I wasn't quite sure about him, and also there's something really quirky about him. I can't put my finger on it, but even just yeah. the way he stands, there's something really quirky. And yeah. have you seen his Instagram? Because he's like a proper foodie, and he always goes to posh restaurants, or whatever, well, you know, whatever town they're in, and then puts like yeah. reviews on there. No, it's but different. I might have to follow him now. But the the one I can't even know was mentioned, the bearded wonder. Yes, Your Lorme. Way. This is it. We spoke for choice. There's so yeah, many, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I've spent I've spent many a game just being really horrible to him in the past, and I feel really bad because he's actually really good. Once Why? he's been he's given great. a chance, I know, but he's had more of a chance, isn't he? And he's just he's just outfield and his glove work and all that because he's so good. Yeah. Well, he's not the bearded wonder anymore because he got rid of it a bit, didn't he? Well, it's the growing back bearded wonder. <laughs> he grows it back in about a week as well, which is impressive <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's like no facial hair, facial hair. <laughs> but there you go. Um, what do we all think of the Buckmeister? Love Buck. Love yeah. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck sounds, <laughs> sounds a bit weird, but I see what you mean with the film reference. Yeah. For, for someone who's only followed the team for a few years, he seems like the first sort of serious, proper baseball manager we've had in my time following them because we had Mickey Calloway and then we had... Oh, God, I've already forgotten his name. That's terrible. <laughs> Louis Ro- Rojas. Rojas, yeah. Louis Rojas, Rojas yeah. who I actually quite liked, but obviously was quite new to, the, to it all. So, um, yeah, just this is like a proper baseball man rather than someone who is sort of learning the ropes or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's been great, I think. Yeah. But I guess you guys remember Terry Collins and people like that. But yeah, you know, for, for my my limited time with the team, the, he's streets ahead of the other two. I love Buck because he's old school. I mean, 
like, I love old school managers. And, uh, and, and the way he pulled Jeff McNeil off the field uh, after that tantrum, he threw his back down. And he, he just said yeah. that we, we wanted him just to sit in the dugout with us for an inning. <laughs> so I mean, he's, he's got the players and he, he knows how to lead the players. Uh, it's, it's just perfect at the minute. When they cut to him, if, if one of the batters gets hit, which they do most games, when they face. just cut yeah. to his face and he's like, <laughs> do it again. God dare you. Yeah. <laughs> And have you heard of him in post-game interviews? He is hilarious. He was very excited when Shakira came to visit. Did you hear that one? No, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> he was getting very excited by that. Well, he broke up their marriage. No, he didn't. Really. Yeah, that's the rumour, isn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not having that. But... No. I like, heard it was Jankowski. She met Jankowski and had a photo with him and he's vanished. Well, maybe they, yeah. they've rode off into the sunset. Okay. Uh, on Jankowski the horse. <laughs> Anywho, rest of the season, any fears, any predictions? It's always fears with the Mets. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, You're tell me about days. it. I'm not worried because they seem like the real deal. Like, I don't think, I mean, I suppose they could have a horrendous injury crisis or something. But, you know, within the realms of what's reasonable, I think they'll be completely fine for the postseason. And then you see where you go from there. It's all about getting the players back that we need also to get through the rest of the season yeah, but get some of these we've done damn well without our aces and I thought without Jake we would really really suffer and I think um like we've said in our whatsapp Jake needs to realize that he doesn't need to throw 100 plus miles an hour anymore and that he can play small ball and rely on the defence, because we've not made that many errors compared to a lot of other teams. You think Buck would tell him that, because Buck knows the deal, doesn't he? He's going to have to tell him that. Buck's going to have to sit him down and have a conversation, I think. Because imagine now, if we had DeGrom, you know, back in the day when he'd lose every game, he'd pitch a gem and we wouldn't get any runs. Imagine now, they'd like get runs. Mm. It'd be like... Yeah, incredible now. Well, that's how we've managed without the best pitchers, isn't it, really? Because we just more or less score quite a few every night. Yeah, and... It's like having runners in scoring positions and confidence that they're actually going to get home. It's a revelation. It's so weird, isn't it? The, the, thing, the only thing that worries me is the rotation because uh, it's a long season and the second half when arms start getting a bit tired and so on. Uh, if we get Jake back and he does pitch well, we get Scherzer back and he's fine. Brilliant. We're going all the, we're going all the way to the postseason and after that there, it's, it's who knows. Uh, but, I mean, that's the only part that really worries me is the start of rotation and if it can hold up. I did read a report today that said the Grom and Max might be back after the All-Star break or just around that time. Oh, just in time for our holidays, Joe. So, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, if that stay, that schedule remains in place. Yeah. So, do you guys think we will see DeGrom this year? I think yes. we will. Uh, <clears throat> but the question is, will he stay healthy? Uh, if he does come out and starts uh, throwing fireballs in there, he's he starting to remind, remind me of a Kerry Wood. And Kerry Wood came onto the scene and he blew guys away, 20 strikeout games, everything. Uh, and in a couple of years, he was he was out, he was done, because he, he basically blew out his arm. Mm. And the Grom needs to learn to pitch. You know, whether he can or not, that's another question. That's up to him and his coaches. I think he does have the ability to pitch and he can target. He just, Like I said earlier, I think he just needs to realise that he doesn't have to overthrow because he will wear out his arm yet again. He's already had 
is it two Tommy Johns? Mm. And I think if he has a third, it will be the end of his career. I don't think I need step back as and end his career now at this point. Yeah. They all seem like little things though. It doesn't it seems to take much for him to like that's what worries me the most. It's the these wee niggles in different parts of his arm hmm. that keep cropping up every time he gets going and then something else comes up. That's that is quite concerning. And in a year where it's his option, I think he needs to be very careful and like I said, not over pitch. Have a bit of faith in the guys behind him. And know that, yeah, we do occasionally make really stupid plays, but they're a hell of a lot less frequent than in previous seasons. Yeah, we're going to score runs. I mean, if we score like six, seven runs a game, it's going to win. Yeah. Oh, do you know what's popped into my head? I think it's Noah pitching against us on Saturday. Oh, Ooh. Friday night, tomorrow night. Interesting. I think he's, I think he's being lined up. He's still showing TB, TBD at the moment. I so. wonder if he'll directly get in his head. Pitches. And he'll just nah. I don't think I don't think we we would or we should. Um, I think we should just show him how it's done. No, but do you think he'll get in his own head and do something oh, crazy? Sorry, I thought you know. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Sorry, I see what you mean now. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to send like a troll try and troll him on Twitter and I think put him off. <laughs> no, I think that's he's already shown that he's thinking too much about the Mets. He has been on Instagram saying, oh. Uh, this is what we did versus what you did. And... No, that was the no-hitter stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that a fake, though, I think? Yeah, was... it turned out to be fake. Oh, there yeah. was a Scherzer reply that was fake, I think, but it was Church. That's great, yeah, the Scherzer reply was fake, but what Noah said was true. Mm. Yeah. And if he's really that bothered about what the Mets are doing, it'll be interesting to see us face off against him. That's what I thought. It might be quite tasty, might not it? Hmm. If somebody gets hit. Oh, God. <laughs> How many... How many defeats is it? Is it eleven on the bounce for them, or is it more? Fourteen, I think. Fourteen, mm. and they they play again tonight, don't they? I think they're mm. playing Boston okay. again. Yeah. Uh, if, if he does hit someone, someone's got to come off the Mets bench and say those famous words: uh, <laughs> asses and jackpots. They yeah. Have to. The Red Sox are playing the Angels, and it's Otani tonight, so we won't face Otani. Maybe pitching to him though. We'll be in the lineup. As a hitter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we won't face him as a pitcher. Is he any good as a pitcher? I only ever hear about him when he gets home runs. <laughs> yeah, see, I worry about him more as a hitter than a pitcher. <laughs> I saw him the other night and he was a proper dodge. He got pulled quite early. That's what hmm. I mean. You always People always go on about the Angels and Mike Trout and Atani and they just seem rubbish to me. But that's because I don't pay like attention. Freddie, he's Freddie Fintoff, isn't he? But that's about it. With baseball. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Who do we think will be leaving us and who do you think will be joining us? Anyone? I think it all depends on what the injury situation is come trade deadline. And at the minute it's just so up in the air. Uh, it's if we need pitching us, say we don't get the Grom or Scherzer back or they, or they have setbacks, uh, or definitely going to need a starter. But what how do we get and who do we get? Uh, Dom Smith's definitely going to be on the blog. In fact, is he did he go to Syracuse? Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't have any options to, uh, to go for free agency, no? No, he had some um, minor league options still available. I think he had right. one left, so they decided to exercise that. 
Yeah, I knew they sent him down, but wasn't sure if he'd actually went down uh, or whether he'd actually opted to try and just go to Weavers. Well, I think he might have actually scored a home run the other night, believe it or not. Hey, Dom's there. <laughs> I, can, I can see Dom being on the trading block and there's the kid in Morocco, but I, I don't want to see him go. I'd like to see him eventually get to the Mets, uh, up to the big team, but uh, it's all going to come down to what we need come the trade deadline because we're going to go for all this year. Does anyone think we need a new catcher? Or am I being a bit ahead of myself? Well, McCann well, should be back soon. Uh, how soon do we know? Because it's a bit of a we're not we're not um, slugging off that position. Nido's all right, isn't he? And um, what's his face, Mister Majika? No, what's his name? Yeah, Mazika. <laughs> yeah, I think McCann's been quite disappointing. I thought he was going to be a lot better than he's been. Same. Mm. He's been quite he's good. He not hit anything really, has he? Yeah, so. I think he's in there for his defensive capabilities. The fact that he can gun guys down, try to steal. And he was involved in the, the no hitter, wasn't he? So we'll give him that. I think he's going to be back when the team returns to New York. Mm. That'll be a good sign. So yeah. he's back and come round when it's back. Yeah. But he's definitely in there for his defensive capabilities. If he could return out to hit again, you know, we might be onto something. But like Liz said, I think he's in more for his defense more than his offense. I know, but I want more. You're being very greedy. greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a new bullpen arm because. I'll tell you what's his face. Um, there's a few of them that worry me. The guy who came from the Yankees and Lugo is worrying me quite a lot now. Yeah, Lugo, Lugo is looking a bit off it. I think, are you thinking of Rodriguez? Is that his name? That's the one, yeah. Julie Rodriguez. Those two. Mm. Anyone else really shocked when the Mets got rid of Cano? No. I, I, was, I was shocked by the, the fact that... Uh, if it was under a different manner, the previous administration, he definitely would have stayed there because they wouldn't have wanted to pay him off. So they wouldn't. But the fact that uh, it was a, a marker put down by this ownership to say, right, we're going to eat your money and you can have it and go away. Mm. He <laughs> yeah. wasn't doing anything, was he? And yeah. he's since been let go by the Padres as well. Um, yeah. Because I know for us, he was hitting like well below the Mendoza line. And... Like you say, under previous administration, as an older player, they just keep him on and let him ride the bench for a bit. And I was I was really pleasantly surprised when the Mets said "Tara." And the G Man's got his his um his time to shine because of it. Absolutely. So that worked out well in the end. That's the difference in attitude in this team and the previous teams. The fact that we're not in this just to uh, stay contenders and maybe hopefully squeak into the postseason come September, we're in this to actually dominate and be a juggernaut and to win now and to, and to, and to win big and often. You like, heard it here first. The juggernaut has been mentioned. The juggernaut yeah. has risen. Yeah, Indeed. That, 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 that is the plan in this ownership and it's heard that firsthand. So. If you have been watching SMY this week, you will have heard... Keith and Gary having a bit of a moment um, for those that didn't <laughs> Keith was talking about stroking out now my mind went completely one way and Gary was nearly wetting himself when he was like you can't say that because that's what medical doctors say when someone's had a stroke but Keith thought he was being rude too didn't he yeah and <laughs> and I must admit, my mind went to the gutter. Okay. <laughs> Disgusting. Sugar. <laughs> um, so we asked on Twitter, what kind of things would could you stroke out? Why would we ask that? 
Why not? Why not? If you well, like. Well, 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 Donnie wants to stroke out Keith's moustache. Oh, lovely. That's Do- Donnie Kelly, lad, so he wants to stroke out Keith's moustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sea farmer, <laughs> Keith's cat, old Hadji. <laughs> stroke his pussy. <laughs> Uh, what about yeah. what about Travis's hair? Jankowski's hair. hair. Give that a stroke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is but, similar to what Tom at Tom NYMUK said. Yeah. He said Gilmay's beard. Oh, lovely. Mm. <laughs> I've got something else. <laughs> no, I like a stroke. <laughs> Go on. You like this one? Jeff's a bat. His noblest bat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's wow. a lovely bat, that well, was a special one. So, lads, what else do you think you could stroke? Go on, Andrew. I'm sure you've got something hiding away there. Oh, just my dog down there, Marley. Dear, oh dear, rubbish answer. Come on, David, don't disappoint. My David right back. I could. Stro- I would go in and stroke that. Good answer. Tracy? I will, I'll leave it in its container. I can't take it out. I don't want to. You don't want it. to contaminate it. No. We can always no. wipe it afterwards. Tracy, what about you? <laughs> uh, my dog, Shay. There we go. Oh, that's Matt's related, isn't Boring it? Boring answer. <laughs> Says he. <laughs> that's what you said to me. You can have some back. <laughs> There's Don't a Matt's connection there. We've got a Shay. There was a Shay in there, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, anything else we want to cover while yes, we're please, here? Do. We can't leave it there. Uh, how, how do we feel about the designated hitter now that it's uh, universal and all-encompassing in every league in the universe? Mm-hmm. It's definitely helping sad. us this season. Uh, I hated it at first, in, in principle. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's benefiting fine. us now, so I kind of like it. Designated hitter's fine. They need to get rid of the um, runner on second base and extra innings. For Ghost me. runner sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Bring it in after like maybe 12 innings if it's still level or something, but not straight away. That It undermines it a bit, I think. Yeah, you need to play proper baseball for as long as you can. Should be like three innings, once through the batting order again, and if you're still yeah. level, all right, we'll give you a second to try and solve it then, perhaps. And what do you yeah, think yeah. about this position player uh, pitching um, uh, the fiasco the other night? It's become far too prevalent in the game at the minute. Uh, Position mm-hmm. players coming into the pitch just to save your 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 bullpen for the next day or a couple of days time. Uh, I, I don't like it. It was okay as a, a gimmick when teams did it once on a blue moon. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like it, especially this whole six run thing. I don't. I wasn't actually aware of that rule until the whole thing blew up with the Mets. Well, they've only uh, just started enforcing the rule this month. Yeah, since I mean, like, the rosters were brought back down. It's, it's six runs, not a bit short. I mean, this is the big leagues. I mean, guys. Teams can score six runs quite quickly. We can score seven, can't we? Sir? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean like six, uh, ten runs I can see maybe a point, but uh definitely not six runs. It I sort think... of feels like you should if you're gonna do that, then you may as well have a sort of mercy rule where if you're yeah. ten runs ahead, that's it, the game's over. Because what's the point of doing it if you're just gonna have pitchers, uh, sorry, position players pitching? Yeah, because it's effectively the same. It's given up. It's just it's a, it's a fake product that's on the field. If you're yeah. giving up, you may as well just yeah call the game early. Yeah, do you not find it weird product. to watch? You know when you see someone who plays outfield and they like they like launch the ball to first base or something like that. But when they're pitching, they do these weird little lofty, <laughs> yeah. wafty weird. Yeah. 
the the, te- the technical term for those are actually fat pitches. Yeah, I guess they do that um, on purpose then. I, I think they do because they realise they can't. Uh, they can throw normally, can't they? Yeah, they, they, they can't throw directly in the right area. So I think the, the whole method behind that is it's it's slow and it logs like underneath this pitch, uh, so that the guys can't actually get that much power into it. They try to force them to hit ground balls and fly balls. Hmm. So they are. They're actually trying to force them to hit hit it yeah. somewhere. Like a slow ball and cricket, the part, and and, Yeah, and there's no power behind the pitch, so the, the, the hitter himself has to generate all the power. I might launch it in, son. You can throw, but they don't, do they? Yeah. I, I think that's got to do with the fact that they can't really target as well as the pitcher can, mm. as far as hitting the corners and trying to spread guys out for full guys. Yeah, because when Pujols was pitching, he gave up quite a lot. I think his ERA was like 34 or something yeah. like that. That's cute. I made the whole of him. I, I keep made the whole of him just for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is going to be his last season, so I think they just wanted to get him out on the grandstand a bit. But as far as using it as a, as a strategy to save pitching, I don't like it. I I think they should start make thinking about making a rule whereby if you've got like X amount of pitchers and X amount of uh, uh, fielders in the team for position players in the team, only pitchers can pitch. Um, I think this was part of the whole collective bargaining agreement fiasco, as was. Indian. Mm. Yeah. Actually, so speaking about the CBA, how do we feel about next season, whereby the schedule is going to be more balanced? We're going to be playing less games in division. So we'll play 14 times against, say, the Phillies, but we'll also play every team in the American League at least once. Not very traditional, know. is it? But And it seems like no. what's the point of having divisions if it like, might as well be a league on it? Well, this is this. It's, 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 it's all sort of almost blowing up the leagues and the divisions as they were. Yeah, because there's no point of difference anymore. Yeah. I, I like the idea of having less division games, but I would prefer it if they kept the end games within the league so we would play the Dodgers maybe a bit more and the Cardinals a bit more than we play the... Uh, like, who cares if we play Kansas City every year? Or <laughs> the Angels? A lot more strain on travelling as well. Would that not mean lots more travelling? Yes, what I thought as well, but they seem to be happy to go for I mean, this. I don't know if but, I'm being naive there, but um, yeah, that, that sounds bad for, you, for any team. You see, I, I can see that's been a precursor or the first stage of maybe maybe not the next collective bargaining agreement, but maybe the next one after that, whereby they try to push for a geographical realignment. So you'll basically blow up the American League and National League as they currently are, and then you would have an Eastern League and a Western League so the Mets would be in a division with the Yankees and Boston and Philadelphia all be in the East they'll all be in one division together that's kind of and makes sense with the Western teams similar to what the NBA does now I, I don't like it because it's not traditional the American and National Leagues have got history that goes back over 100 years uh, but I can see that's what I think they're pushing for or they're testing the waters to see if they can do this uh, because that because by every team playing every team you would have to do that under an East-West situation you're a bit of a purist, aren't you, Les? Yeah, totally. I, I was <laughs> still scrap interleague play, scrap the DH, uh, only grass fields, uh, no riffs. Because <laughs> <laughs> with the universal DH, there isn't any real difference between the National League and the American League now, is there? No. Virtually Apart from the history right. of it, as you say, but if they're playing the same way, then geographical yeah. realignment probably makes sense. Probably common, to me, as someone who's not as sort of deeply involved in the history of it sort of thing like the aspect of like back in the old days like when the, the leagues were only eight teams 
uh, it was all set in the east anyway. So there was that a lot of geographical rivalry within that. So it would take a back slightly towards these kind of days. So with the CBA in the minor leagues, they've been testing out things like bigger bases, which I don't understand, but hey ho. Pitch counts, uh, sorry, pitch clocks, they seem to have been working really well in the minor leagues. They've sped up the pace of play. Um, pitchers are having to move that bit quicker to get through the lineup. It's so frustrating you- when you see someone faffing around, you like just throw the ball. Yeah, I'm all for pitch clocks. I'm all for mm. pitch clocks. Speed it up. Because I mean, but back in the 80s, that's the way it was anyway. They- yeah. Guys just got the ball and they threw. That was that was it. I mean, it was it was games were about three hours at most. It was, they were quick. They were the ball was in play a lot. So I think we're going to see a game a lot closer in the next five years to what we used to have. And I don't think Pitchcom has been working that well because they didn't test it in in arenas full of shouting people. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of taking hats off and pressing buttons under... And yeah. sort of pressing the hands to the head, going, what? <laughs> yeah, it just seems a bit... You know, a little for me, that one. And you've got the postseason, the stadium is going to be full and are going to be loud. Imagine trying to use that then. <laughs> oh, God. They'll come out with a big Beats headphones on top of their um, <laughs> caps next, don't they? <laughs> what do you guys think of the whole NFL-style umpire announcements? I think that's a positive. Yeah. I think it's going in the right direction there. At least we know what's going on now. We can have that yeah. in football as well, please. That would be lovely. I was going to say, that's the worst <laughs> thing about VAR is that nobody knows what's going on. At <laughs> yeah. least they tell you in baseball. <laughs> yeah. And, and at least thing. as well, if you're in the stadium, you have, you're not guessing or asking, you know, phoning home, what was that all about? You know, it's good for the, for the folks in the stadium. Yeah, the funniest thing, though, is when they forget and leave their mics on. (laughs) Yeah, that guy kept doing it, didn't he? Yeah. What was he calling someone a funny name? What was he calling one of the teams the other day? Oh, he was calling them the Denver Rockies. (laughs) So, guys, (laughs) anything else before we wrap things up? No. Let's, let's, Let's go Mets, that's what I say. Yeah, I mean, I think we should still be positive. I mean, I think the season's going well. We're going to have ups and downs. We're probably going to have longer losing streaks than what we've had already at some point. Uh, but, I mean, uh, just be aware of the teams behind us because Philadelphia is red hot at the minute. And I'm sorry, Atlanta's red hot. Philadelphia is not yeah. far behind them. So, I mean, yeah. as long as we can try and not fall back too far and let them get too close, and it's going to be a great season. Not forgetting, if you would like some fabulous UK Mets online, you merch you can find it on redbubble uh, i think the link is in our bio on our socials and i'm sure we will be back soon won't we guys well if we start winning yes we might be if we don't win again we won't be basically <laughs> i know we say this every time and then we don't but we will be back <laughs> back for 2023 with the book let's <laughs> <laughs> end on that high note see you all later everybody and let's go. Right, let's go, Mets. Woo! We've not done an explicit one, have we? <laughs>